The Potting Bench Diaries, 5th of April 2023. The end of last week was a little bit wet to say the least. Not necessarily the start to spring that we'd all been wanting, but the start of this week has actually been pretty nice. All of this said, there were still opportunities to dash out between the showers to get a glimpse of things stirring and poking and growing. I don't know about you, but it already feels like this year is going to be a good one. One plant that I'll forever worry about through winter is Salvia amistad. It's not the hardiest of plants by any means, and it's always rather a gamble as to whether it'll live to see another day. That said, it appears that one of ours has indeed made it through the war of winter and continues to fight on. New growth is emerging from the base, and I'm hopeful that it'll continue to do well. I think sometimes we really undervalue salvias as the real workhorse plants that they are and they don't get enough press in my eyes. I've mentioned them on here fairly often and this surely won't be the last time. Elsewhere in the borders our tulips are finally, finally coming out and starting to open. They might have even opened by the time that you're listening to this. We've got an abundance of them this year, all throughout the garden and in all colours, shapes and styles. I'm never really keen on limiting myself to only one type, so this year's offering could come out as a bit of a mishmash, but life is too short to not experiment a little in the garden. I'll be sure to share lots more photos of them over on my Instagram stories, so do keep a lookout for those. Keeping with bulbs and our crown imperials have also come through fully now, and one of the several we have is open. This is the first time that we've had them in our garden and it certainly won't be the last, I can tell you that much. Excellent early colour and really quite exotic looking too, which isn't exactly in keeping with the theme of our garden, but as I've said before, life is too short to have a boring garden. Next year, I think I'll go a bit bolder with these and add some at the back of the borders for some height between the tulips. What do you think about these? Are you a fan or are they not for you? Now that the weather is a touch warmer and indeed wetter, it means that there have been an influx of snails in our garden, and probably in yours too. I largely leave them to it here, but I am rather possessive of the dahlias and other snail-loving young plants. Although it's not something that everyone wants to do, I do use nematodes on our soil, but only where the dahlias will go. The snails are otherwise free to roam where they please, and the slugs too. I think we sometimes forget their integral role in the garden and their part in the food chain. And finally, another podcast episode is now live, and this week I'm talking with houseplant expert and author, Tony LeBreton. Chances are that you'll recognise Tony from either his Instagram account, Not Another Jungle, or from his appearance on BBC's Gardener's World. Either way, this is a great episode full of insight about growing an indoor jungle of your own. Do make sure to go back in your podcast feed to find that now. I can't profess to be as good with houseplants as I am with my outdoor jungle, but Tony's new book will be a huge help. I hope you're able to get outside this week and see what's happening in your space too. See you again soon.